0: Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I just want to make sure that you're getting this podcast each and every week, so be sure to subscribe as well as rate and review it and share it with all of your friends while well, we are still pressing into breakthrough breakthrough from what well this corona virus pandemic plague whatever you want to call it and we are pressing into breakthrough because breakthrough is on its way You know, I had a dream. I shared this last time. I had a dream and I actually saw the coronavirus spirit. There's a demon behind all of this. And when I saw this demon in a dream, I was shocked because it was so puny. It was so weak. And it it was just such a paradox of what I saw in the dream and what is actually happening in the nations at the moment. And so I took it to the Lord in prayer and he spoke very clearly to me. He said, as suddenly as this came, it will suddenly end. And so what do we do? What do prophetic people do? What do intercessors do? Well, we take the word of the Lord and we take it back to him and we begin to to pray it out. We begin to declare it. We begin to decree it um, and, and literally take that that word and launch it as a weapon against the enemy through the words of our mouth, the decrees of our mouth, and it holds weight in the realm of the spirit. It gets the job done. And so this is part of watching and praying. We know what God's will is, but we have to take it to prayer. Just like Elijah. We learned this from Elijah. Elijah got a word from God that the drought was over. He did, but he didn't just go off on his merry way and say, well, God's will is going to be this and I don't have to do another thing. No, he didn't do that. He actually got on his face and he began to watch for it. Okay. He watched for it. He began to pray and watch and pray and watch because God needs our partnership in prayer. You learn that in my book, the intercessors handbook that, that nothing gets done in the earth unless the people of God pray it in. And so Elijah knew that he knew God's will, but he got on his face and prayed into God's will being established, being done. on earth as it is in heaven and he saw the cloud like the like the size of a man's hand very small But that's all he needed to know that that it was done isn't that what we're doing aren't we looking at the numbers aren't we looking at the stats we're looking for the breakthrough we're looking for the signs of breakthrough because as suddenly as this thing came it will suddenly end Now, I want to talk to you about what God has been speaking to me along this journey of prayer. I get some different prayer points along the journey. I know the end point. I know where this is landing. But as I'm as I'm pressing into it, he gives me different prayer focuses. And in this week, he's been telling me to focus on the whole thing thought the whole promise that no plague comes near you Psalm 91 7 and Psalm ninety one ten. let me share that with you it says a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand but it shall not come near you and then verse 10 it says no evil shall befall you nor shall any plague come near your dwelling you know this is really important because we can take these promises and use them as weapons we can use them as shields of protection. We can use them uh, to to raise a hedge around our life, around the the lives of our family members and every person that that we care about and come in contact with around our cities and around our nation. And so how do we do that? Well, we learn that the Word of God holds weight in the spiritual realm, that the Word of God is living, it's alive, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Lord, that when when Jesus and the devil were in the wilderness and Jesus was fasting and he was being tempted and and tried for those 40 days what do we see uh that satan tried to use against jesus he tried to use the word of god the written word of god to get jesus to forfeit his kingship and forfeit uh his relationship with god almighty i mean the the word of god is so powerful that even satan tries to misuse it against the word of god himself well jesus knew better and he just launched the word of god right back at him that's where we see the power of the written word the power of the word of God because the devil and Jesus begin dueling with one another with what the word of the Lord and so that tells us something about God's word that when we know it when we use the word of God correctly it just wrecks havoc against the devil and the and the demons that try to come against us try to come against the nations try to destroy our economy we learn that the word of God is what we need and we need to launch it out of our mouths and it will be established. And so a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it won't come near you. You need to declare that you need to decree that no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. That's right. No plague comes near you. No plague comes near your family. Just say that out loud and make that uh, a a declaration around your home, your family, your city. No plague. Comes nigh our dwelling. And so we see in Psalm 103, verse 2, 3, and 4, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits. Did you know you have benefits? And then it says in verse 3, Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction? Wow, those are some very hefty benefits. He forgives our iniquities. Do you know that? If you're a believer in Jesus, He forgives all of your sins and if you screw up you can go to him and say I screwed up and from the heart repent and he forgives you you know that don't you that it's total it's it's complete he forgives everything and then it says in the same breath who heals all your diseases and redeems your life from destruction a lot of times we will know that he forgives us but we don't know that he heals us and just as much as he forgives you he just as much heals you you can step into that you can lay hold of that it's just the same thing there is no difference he doesn't wait one more than he waits the other he forgives you and he heals you we see that in first Peter chapter 2 verse 24 it says who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we having died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed there it is again. He forgives you and he heals you. Get that down real deep inside of you. A lot of times we are freaking out because the media is shouting at us that we're going to be sick. We're going to die. It's all going to pot. It's all going to hell in a handbasket. but you've got to know the word of God more than these lies that are being fed to us each and every day, each and every minute. If you allow it, that, that not only does he forgive us, he heals us. Okay let that be the truth that you know more than anything else let that be the truth that resonates in your spirit in your mind that combats and 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 uh destroys every lie that comes at you in regards to this coronavirus spirit that's attempting to destroy the nations destroy the economy and convince you that you need to be sick you don't need to be sick by his stripes you were healed Did you know that every curse is broken in Jesus mighty name and that sickness is part of the curse let me explain this to you Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 it says it says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law having become a curse for us for it's written cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree so we learn that that there is a curse and it's something that we're redeemed from because we're in Jesus and we read a list of curses in Deuteronomy 28 I mean it spells it out right there what the curses are And so if you were to read Deuteronomy 28, you would find out what you're redeemed from. Let me let me spell it out for you in in short form. You are you are redeemed from sickness and prolonged sickness. Isn't that what this coronavirus is a sickness? Well, you're redeemed from it in Christ. You're redeemed from plagues. You're redeemed from early death. You're redeemed from helplessness, destruction, madness, confusion, blindness poverty being con- being consumed debt drought defeat weakness Low position, no safety, being scattered, broken family, infertility, and being unwanted. This is what you're redeemed from because you're in Christ. Now I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for people that are that are actually dealing with this disease empathetically from the heart. No judgment at all. We don't do that. We want to pray for people. We don't know the circumstances. We don't know the situation. Let's get everybody in alignment with with the healing power of God. I'm going to pray for you you. Because no plague comes nigh you. No plague comes near you. No plague comes to your dwelling place. And so Lord Jesus, I just pray for every person that this this disease has truly hit them. Their bodies are sick. They're in the hospital. They, they don't know what to do. They're, they're, they're looking at death right now. Well, we take authority over it. We stop death in its tracks. We stop this disease in its tracks. And we say, get out of their body. We command this demon and the effects of this demon to, to be bound and uh, ineffective against the people, against the nations in Jesus mighty name. And I pray a hedge of protection over every person listening to this. I just declare over you. I decree over you. I raise the hedge with the word of God. No plague comes nigh you. You are redeemed from the curse of the law. No plague, no sickness, no disease in Jesus mighty name. Thanks again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Now do me a favor and help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.